on today's Expert Process Podcast. Here's some good advice. When you audition, you got to audition like it's the final product, man. You go in there thinking, oh, that'll be good enough. No, no. You got to go in like it's the final product. That was professional actor and musician Barry Victor Piacente. Barry's career spans from opening for major music groups with his band to starting his acting career in church and now getting speaking roles on major television shows such as Lee Daniels Star, MacGyver, and BT's The Quad, and all in just three short years, folks. Indeed, Barry has figured out a way to be successful in a very tight-knit industry. So stay tuned to learn his secrets and tips to getting booked. Now, on a side note, Barry and his entire family of six contracted the COVID-19 virus. We briefly mentioned it during the episode, but I brought Barry back for a follow-up due to very popular demand. So be sure to check out the bonus episode with Barry and find out what you can do if you can track the virus too. Now, on to the show. Do you know six in ten businesses will fail within the first five years? First five years? Or 43% of Americans need a side hustle just to make ends meet? Just to make ends meet? Or that it takes 10,000 hours to master any subject? Any subject. Welcome to the Expert Process Podcast, where we cut the time to mastery in half with our seasoned pros. And now, from Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting worldwide, here's your resident expert, Durante Smith. Now, this is the Expert Process Podcast, and I'm your host, Durante Smith, and I'd like to welcome you to the Roaring Twenties. It's my job to interview some of the most hardworking highly successful professionals on the planet. This show follows a 12-week online masterclass at theexpertprocess.com, where you'll learn from start to finish what it takes to make it in your industry, as the program is chock full of professional advice, resources, and even industry contacts to help you get to the next level in less than half the time. As you might expect, the masterclass changes from industry to industry every 12 weeks. Now, the podcast is your introduction. The masterclass is the blueprint, and I'm your guide. Now, buckle up and get ready for the ride. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Airbnb. Now, if you're like me, you like to travel in comfort, style, but also economically when you can. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not keen on staying in someone else's home. That is, until I discovered Airbnb. My friend. My very first stay was about six years ago in Santa Monica, California, ironically, during the American film market. I stayed in a beautiful home just 1.26 miles from the beach. And then there was the weekend getaway to Knoxville, which was incredible. Our hosts were top-notch They made breakfast for us. They made, um, she actually made lunch, which was, I mean, insane. It was a music festival going on. So there was just great live music. Uh, We had dinner on the uh, river there at one of the local establishments, barbecue joints. And it was just a great experience. Then there was uh, Daytona that we got away for, again, for another short trip. It was about four hours down and back. And uh, Daytona was just, it was incredible. Great food, great weather. The beach was just beautiful. And it was the great time of year to go. So one other thing, 
Locally, here in Atlanta, we have a ton of just awesome Airbnbs. And then there's the the treehouse here, which I hope to go to very soon and take my daughter to. That's here in Atlanta that you can stay in. And it stays booked out, I think, six months out in advance. So that's one you definitely want to put on your list. Now, I'm a believer in crowd sharing and the disruptor industry. And I love, love, love me some Airbnb. So do yourself a favor and try it out. You can use my promo code to save $55 off your first adventure. Just go to bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb. Again, that's bit.ly bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb for your getaway or staycation today. Mm. You know, um, so you, you had it as well? Our whole family, man. The whole family of COVID-19? Oh, my six, God. <laughs> six years wow. Old. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you, know, I, you know, all I can say is for us, our family, I'm not going to overlay this over anybody else, but for our family, it was like having the flu. Yeah. Um, they say it's not like the flu. It was just like the flu, man. Yeah, I've had the flu, had a couple of years ago, just like the flu. To me, it's it's not doesn't deserve the panic, but I'll let other people worry about that. For me, just for me, it's it's not panic worthy, and we're immune now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you know, we're we're done basically. Yeah. you know, and we survived. Didn't have to go to the hospital. Didn't have any medication. Yeah, it all just worked out. So, you know, just let 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 your hearts not be troubled. Everybody yeah. out there. You know, um, I, I almost think it's better if you do get it, you know, if you don't have pre-existing, you know, respiratory. Well, that's, that's the thing. The, the, so my understanding, and I tend to lean in your direction a lot with respect to the hype of it all, but the biggest things I understand is probably threefold. Number one, you have so many people with pre-existing conditions, right? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest ones being uh, high blood pressure, because what they say is, when it affects your lungs, then it causes um, so much more strain on your heart, right? It's and that's pulmonary, a pulmonary, yeah, yeah, pulmonary. So it, that causes a huge concern for a lot of people. Um, and then you <laughs> you look at how many people are overweight in America. You talking about that's like half the population, you know what I mean? So yeah, that in and of itself is a, is a big one. Then you have like diabetes. That's another one, another huge one, you know. Um, yeah. And then you have folks with you know some kind of um, already some kind of lung issue, whether whether it's you know, um, asthma and stuff like that. So I think those are the the folks that probably need to be most concerned. But if you're fairly healthy, you know, like you said, having the flu. But I had the flu like three years, three or four years ago, man. I'm gonna tell you something. The flu is no joke either. No, it's not. <laughs> the flu is. Yeah, I'll tell you the difference, at. man. It's like when I had the flu, I couldn't get out of bed for three days, man. I mean, right. I literally couldn't get myself out of bed. So I've been working through this. Mm. Other times when I have to lay down because I'm just worn out, but. Um, and again, this is just for us. So please, nobody, you know, sure. say, well, but, 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 um, but I don't know. We'll see when we get on the other side of this, you know, I happen to have a faith in God and, and, uh, you know, I've told people this, I wasn't anxious before. Right. I wasn't anxious when my wife got tested positive and I wasn't anxious when we both got sick. I'm right. not anxious now right. at all. Zero, not one molecule in my body feels any kind of anxiety. I'm just like, 
I'm ready to be not feeling bad anymore. Yes. Right. But right. there's no anxiety, man. And we're getting, we're going to get past it. And, um, I'll tell you my biggest problem too, man. And this is, this ties into acting. Okay. Acting is, it makes no sense to get into acting <laughs> right. at all. Right. Because as actors, we're already pre-wired to be more emotional than everybody else. And yeah. we feel this and feel that, yeah. you know, and creative people, you know, I mean, it's true, <laughs> you know, so it makes no sense to be in a, in a career right. where you're rejected 99% of the time. It's yeah. like, it's like I tell people, what's it like to be an actress? I said, well, you know, if you're a major league baseball player and you hit the ball one out of three times, you're going to go to the hall of fame, man, make millions and millions of dollars. I said, as an actor, if you get one out of a hundred auditions, you you think you've gone to heaven, you know. <laughs> but you 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 never get any po- you never get any feedback at all right. on anything. It's very rare, and um, it's the only industry I know where you present your product and and you get nothing back. Mm. You know, if you make a widget, you put it out there for sale. You you're, you're going to know if the people going to buy it or not, and they'll tell you. Well, it, you know, it it doesn't taste quite like it ought to taste. So you tweak it or it doesn't look quite like what we like or it doesn't function quite how we thought it should. But you get feedback and you tweak it. and then, But you don't get that well, as an actor. To, to me, your <laughs> feedback is probably getting more work, right? Because then it shows that you're good at what you do, that you're appreciated for what you do. Your agents are able to book you for more work because, you know, uh, there's one thing you said, I think, that is the <laughs> elephant in the room that is most overlooked, which is the professionalism that it takes to become a professional, right? Yeah. Meaning that the, it's the basics. Like you were talking about Steph Curry, you gave the analogy there, you gave the analogy with something else, but you know, those guys work on the basics. You have to learn the basics yeah. before I've, uh, my little nephew, he, um, he's 10 months old now, right? You know, babies, they first start trying to walk, right? Okay. So I'm trying to get the little dude to slow down, take your steps before you run. Babies want to run before right. they walk, right? We all have that innate desire or that willingness or wanting to get there before we're ready. And I think that's what a lot of actors kind of overlook is the basics. Get the basics down first. You mentioned, you know, what do you do when you first go into a room? How do you approach an audition? What are the things that you're supposed to do? There there, there are things you're supposed to do. When you come on set, there's just basic, which you, again, as you say, you think it's common sense, but it isn't. You know, it's basic things that they should do that sets you apart as a professional, whether you, you can be yeah. inexperienced and still be professional at your job. Exactly. So those are the things I look at as a person that can employ someone that's an actor. You know, these are things I look yeah. at. You're listening to the expert process podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. Recently, I read an article about student enrollment in traditional colleges is way down and online course enrollment is through the roof. With podcasts like this, you not only get free developmental information, you also get access to resources you wouldn't have otherwise. But if you really want to take your film game to the next level, you should consider taking my online masterclass. It's 42 online video modules for more than 50 hours of self-study complete with a full suite of resources. It's also live coaching and instruction for me and other industry professionals. People say, but Durante, why are you doing this? And I tell them, it's just my way of giving back. So if you're serious about wanting to level up your film game, register for the free informational webinar today at theexpertprocess.com. Again, 
If you want to write a script, make a movie, sell a movie, or just learn how to get into the industry, this webinar is for you. I want to keep the groups fairly small. So sign up today because space is truly limited. Go to theexpertprocess.com and register today. Now on to the show. To me, you, you mentioned another thing. You said, well, you know, it's not about the money. It is and it's not. It's not necessarily about the money if you, as you mentioned earlier also, you can use the reel, you can use the footage, you can use the um, the scene or whatever, or the movie or whatever it is you're doing, right? If you can use it for your reel, if you can get something out of it, right? It's not about the pay. But if you can't use that, then you by golly should have gotten paid for the time yeah. that you put into it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the trade-off. And unfortunately, you don't know that until it gets done. And like you said earlier, two thirds of the time, you might be working on a set that, in fact, I, I'm, I'm running into this a lot too. There are a lot of actors that I talk to, or maybe not so much that I talk to, but um, that I see in these different groups where they'll participate in the project and the project never gets finished. You know, the yep. guys don't even have enough experience to know what to do to get the film over the hump, over the finish line. Because, you know, I told you earlier with my film, Prosper, it took us two and a half years to get that movie done. Well, guess what? Most people, after that first six months to a year, they're probably going to bail. They just don't have the continued drive and tenacity to get it finished. And it was a lot yeah. of work. So yeah. um, that's the kind of thing I think that a lot of us need to understand is that you don't just get to where you are just by chance. You've gone through all this BS and all the crap. And you know, you've had to put up with a lot of stuff to get there. But then when you actually get there, what those folks don't understand, it was all in preparation. It's all that yeah. preparation. It's all of that on set training that you got so that when you're on a professional set, you know how to manage yourself. You know, like you said, right. you, you're being taught the business of the business, right? You, you yeah. know, it's not just yeah. being taught how to act. You're getting taught the business of acting. And that's anyway, man, I probably went off on a tangent, but I just feel like that's something that really needed to be pointed out. No, man, you're right. <laughs> and what I was, I was going to tie it into kind of the COVID thing is like, you know, you got to keep your hope, man, you know? Yes. And, yes. and when you're auditioning, you know, 10 times a week and, and, and you don't book and you don't book and you don't book and you don't book, you could say that, I mean, in reality is getting the work is the affirmation, but you don't always not get the work because you're not doing something right. You may not get the work because the casting director had a bad hamburger at lunch. You know, mm. it's not feeling well. You know, you right. never know. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta keep doing your best work. And you, and you, you know, I, I can't reiterate enough just the work ethic of being prepared. You know, always here's some good advice. When you audition, you gotta audition like it's the final product, man. Mm. You go in there thinking, oh, that'll be good enough. No, no, you gotta go in like it's the final product that's how you have to prepare for it you know and then uh and then don't be a punk you know don't be a jerk be a decent person no matter what like for instance let me tell you there's two stories around my book star okay okay two things that i think would be very helpful for folks okay so actually it's really like kind of three things anyway so I get the audition in i get the sides and a friend of mine actor friend of mine she's got the same sides is uh, you know from the female part the nurse sure. i'm the doctor mm. and we decided we're going to do something different we use the same tape at agency so i said to her hey i want to tape this together 
I want you and me to be in the scene together. It's like the guy, the taping guy goes, no, 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 they won't let you do that. I said, I want to do it this way. This is what we're going to do. So we did it. Lo and behold, we both booked the job off for that audition. Okay. Hallelujah. All right. So I get the word in and my agent, he just put C below. It's not like party you booked. It's like C below. (laughs) So you look in there, you book it. And 30 minutes later, I get, we get an email from production that said, we've cut all his lines, but we still want him on and we'll still pay him his rate. Huh. And, and, and so Jacob was saying to me, he says, well, do you want to do this? You want to take it? I said, let me call you back. I thought about it for like 30 seconds. I go, man, a book job is a book job. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking exactly. it. Exactly. You know? And yeah. so I called, I emailed him back and said, yes, I'll, I'll take it. So here's what's crazy. 30 minutes later, we get another email from production. They decided to bump me to the next episode which happens to be, it was either the season ender or, or first episode of the following season. I think it might've been the season ender. And where I had like two lines, mm. I had two pages with Benjamin Bratt, just he and I. Oh, wow. Um, this begotten... Had I not taken that other job with when they cut my lines, uh-huh. you I would have never it. gotten that. Wouldn't have had it. See, exactly. So I wasn't an idiot. I wasn't a jerk. I wasn't thinking like I'm better than this, you know? No. Uh, And, and so then let me tell you about this too. This is important for people on set stuff. Hold on. Hold on. Let me clarify though. Is this MacGyver that you're talking about? Is this a different show? This is star star. Okay. Oh, star. The one with uh, Lee Daniels. Yeah. 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 Lee Daniels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of set stuff. Okay. Yeah. So we, my scene was first scene shot of the day get there benjamin bratt's there it's just again he and i so the whole time we're in the green room he never even looks at me he's on his phone the whole time right Mm. and i went okay well what do i do do i do i interrupt him and introduce myself and i said i'm not gonna do that but here's the thing every time before i go on set i look at the people you know the call sheet or whatever i look at the people who i'm going to be working with and i do some research yeah, I'll look up their IMDb. I'll yep. Google them, and I just you know, and I did. I had done that with him, right? I found out that he's involved in an organization that helps mentor young boys. Okay, helps them grow into men, right? So, I got four boys of my own. We have six kids, four boys. Gotcha. Uh, so I don't make a big deal out of it. We just get on set, and we're turning around. You know, they're, they're taking a shot from the other angle, and so we had you know ten minutes, something like that, fifteen minutes uh, downtime. And he's on his, he's on his phone again. I said, uh, I said, Hey, uh, I said, you know, I noticed that you're involved in this uh, organization that mentors young boys. I, said, I got six kids, four of them are boys. And man, I was so excited to hear about this. And dude, he put that phone down <laughs> and for 25 minutes, we're sitting there. T- he's telling me about it. And, right. And interesting, you know, immediately we had this real Yep. person to person yep. connection. And, and he's looking me in my eyes, talking to me and, you know, it, it was great. And really, I mean, it made the scene much better <laughs> once we had that connection. It also helps realize that pe- we're all just people, man. You know, yeah. We're all just people and you gotta be, you want to connect at that soul level and that interest yeah. level. So you have something to really connect to. So yeah. Something oh, yeah. Real. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. 
A quick reminder, if you haven't signed up for the free webinar yet, pause what you're doing, open a new window on your phone or computer, go to theexpertprocess.com and join now. You can thank me later. Now, back to the show. Definitely. And so I would encourage people to always, and that's what I'm talking about. When I talk about being all in, yeah, you're going to, no matter what, you may only have, excuse me, sir, can I get you more salt? That may be it. Research it. Research yeah. these other people. You never know what might happen, okay? Yeah. So always be prepared. And um, that was a great, great lesson and ended up being a, a fantastic scene for me. Yeah. Well, I'll interject <coughs> this. One thing I learned also, and I'm sure you can attest to this, you know, a lot of actors these days, especially the big names, they're also producers, you know? So you take, for example, you strike a chord with him and you guys hit it off. Well, guess what? You never know. You guys might exchange phone numbers. You never know how that relationship may develop. He may like you as a person. So, and you know, he enjoyed you in the scene. And he says, you know, I have another movie coming up or I have another, this, yep. you, know, you know, let me refer you over to such and such and, you know, let them know, or he might get your information and pass along to that person. Next thing you know, you get booked for a bigger role or this or that. I mean, that happens all the time, man. And yeah. that's, that's what you're saying is basically being a good human being. I mean, I can't tell you, man, I, I've seen so many times where, you know, folks that don't have the um, credentials to act that way, get on set and they just blow it. They blow their yeah. opportunity because if you're a pain in the butt, nobody wants to be around you. I'm sorry. They don't, you know, everyone wants yeah. to work with people that they get along with, that they can gel with. There are some that, just don't have the personality. I respect that. Maybe they're not in customer service. So therefore it's not a customer service job, but right. on the flip side, you don't have to be an asshole, man. Sorry, but you don't. Right. No, you don't. And uh, you know, I've had some of those relationships or, you know, had some of those contacts with folks like that. And, you know, I've had to, I've also had to check them, you know, like, Hey, I learned also years ago, um, this was on a uh, video shoot. There's a guy, his name is uh, Dinko. Dinko used to be with Leaders of the New School. It was way back in the day, big rap group with uh, Buster Rhymes and all these guys. And so Dinko broke out on his own. And so they hired me to do uh, a video for him, a video shoot. This is back when Eminem was still big and they had this big, uh, what was it? The BT Awards was here in Atlanta. And so yeah. Eminem was coming in and, Oh, it was quite a few big name uh, rappers that were going to be in the video. Um, so the video was going to shoot overnight, right? What was happening is they were essentially making this video shoot almost like an after party, right? So they had this, we had this club rented out and all these extras and, you know, beautiful women and all this crazy stuff. And anyway, um, and the, most of the guys end up not showing up as you can probably figure, you know, they, <laughs> they just end up not showing up. But anyway, uh, but what I learned, what I got out of that was, twofold. Number one, I learned that it wasn't my place as the director to go and talk with a camera op, right? It wasn't that we can't communicate. It's that if there's a disciplinary action that needs to be taken, it needs to go to the DP. Let him communicate that. Or as you said, the LD, let him communicate that, you know, because if I go and communicate, it's a completely different thing. It's like I overstepped that person and then it becomes a bigger issue. Right. So that's the thing I come to learn. So then if I see an actor that is acting a certain way, I learned I don't address that person. I let the appropriate people address that person, right? Because if I address yeah. it, it becomes a bigger issue. But then on the flip side to that, 
It's like, if you're an actor, you don't want to be that person that has to be addressed. If the director has to address you, it really becomes a problem. That's a whole different thing. You know, that's, that's yep. when you, you, you're skating on thin ice. You know, there's great odds that you won't be back the next day. So, I mean, I think, uh, I think you bring some very, very valid points to the table, especially in the fact that, you know, it's just humanity is so important and it's so important right now. You said we're in an era right now where people are just scared to death. I thank goodness that you and your family are, uh, you know, you're overcoming the virus. You're the very first person I've talked to that's, that's had a direct experience with it, that has it. And uh, when you said it, I kind of got a lump in my throat, like, oh, man, dude. And you tell me you got, you know, six kids. I'm like, oh, man, like, whew, dude, this is, that's hard to imagine, hard to fathom. But I'm going to tell you something. The other side of that is, in everything we do, attitude makes all the difference in the world. As you say, right. how does this relate to film? How does it relate to TV? How does it relate to acting? Because it's all in your attitude. If you have a good attitude about it, if you have a positive attitude about it, what they call PMA, a positive mental attitude, yeah. guess what? It will get you a whole lot farther than being negative and down and out and uh, self-deprecating or any of that stuff. No, you're right, man. And, you know, just for your sanity as an actor, you have to learn to maintain. And, and you've got to, um, and this, this comes over time. And then, and then like anything, man, you, you hang around with people that are better than you. Right. That's what I do. I was <laughs> gonna say you should. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do that, man, because you learn stuff. And and you know, I think for me, like, man, twenty eighteen. Ah, so I twenty ended up twenty seventeen booking three network TV kids. I booked MacGyver and I booked Star and I booked the Quad and and man, I'm rock and rolling, baby. <laughs> I'm going in twenty eighteen thinking, boom, you know, yeah, and zero. The whole year. Oh, wow. No network TV. I booked other stuff, but no network TV. And and at that point, and I auditioned hundreds of times, man. It's like, are you kidding me? Mm. And it took into 2019, where I'm right at the beginning of the year, I booked The Outsider. Thank God. And then I booked The Resident later on and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the, my, not bragging. My point is that you have to be patient. And the other thing is you have to recognize the sign. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. I want to share something with you guys. Most of you probably don't know I'm a single parent of a beautiful seven-year-old little girl. I won't go into details about really any of that because it's not relevant. But as a single parent a single dad with a vision to mold his daughter's outlook. I sat her down and we discussed how she could build her own brand, develop her own TV shows as really it's a new day. She can do what she wants to do. So we just released our first few pieces of her apparel brand, Madison Lauren, and we're launching her YouTube channel next week. You do realize you can play YouTube through your television set, through your smart TV app, Roku, or really any other set-top device now, right? So, in an effort to support my seven-year-old aspiring model, aspiring filmmaker, aspiring chef, and aspiring climate activist, I ask you to follow her at Madison Lauren Apparel and Accessories on Facebook or visit her website for great gift ideas at Thrifty Lil Diva, that's T-H-R-I-F-T-Y-L-I-L-D-I-V-A dot me. 
So again, that's Madison Lauren Apparel and Accessories on Facebook or Thrifty Lil Diva. That's T-H-R-I-F-T-Y-L-I-L-D-I-V-A dot me. Thrifty Lil Diva dot me. Okay, Madison, what's your motto? We love you just the way you are. <laughs> they grow up so fast. Oh, daddy. <laughs> now back to the show. Okay, so here are some of the signs that you got to recognize. Um, you know, some of the indicators, more often than not, booking is not going to be the indicator. You know, what will be the indicator is if a casting director continues to call you in, continues to ask you to audition for things, then you know that they're liking your work and they're trying to get you booked. Like, brother, thank the good Lord in heaven for George Pierre. Because, man, George is my man. I mean, he's booked me more than anybody else, and, and he's constantly calling me. And he's like, I know I can feel it from him. He wants me to book something else, man. Mm-hmm. He wants me to. He's on my team. George's like that, though. He's he's for the actors, and he, he really wants you to book it. So now George, he also encouraged been- by that, you George- know? George also booked, um, he also booked, was it Ride, Ride Along or uh, some of those Ice Cube shows and stuff, or movies that Ice Cube's done and stuff like that. He yeah, he's been for- casting director. He's got lots of shows and stuff. I mean, he's, yeah. he's really busy and a great guy, a great Atlanta guy, Yeah, you know, really believes in Atlanta actors and he's an advocate. And so, you know, I love that brother, man. But uh, so that's one, you got to see that sign and recognize that as being a good sign. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then the other thing, and it took a good friend of mine, it took him pointing this out to him because I didn't see it. I started in right after I booked the outsider and it was starting to happen at the end of 2018. But in the middle of 2019, my audition started changing. I was doing less and less what we call U fives or under five lines. And I was getting more named characters and possible recurring roles and you know pay two to five pages six pages sometimes eight pages but i didn't see the signs see i didn't recognize any of that hmm. and i finally it took what this guy went to his taping service uh, he said dude you're getting some great auditions so these guys are loving your work obviously they wouldn't be giving you these bigger roles and it dawned on me and went wow that's true Mm. that's true now it doesn't mean i still don't get you fives but most the bulk of my auditions are named characters now and you know multiple pages and stuff and so you know man that you just gotta you gotta take the little victories where they come as an actor yes yes and and embrace them like you know i i did this uh, independent horror film and it, it just did really great in the circuit i won a couple best actors and best villain awards you know mm. and you know, you're in the festival circuit, man. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not going to mean anything to me in the long run, mm. but it was a little victory. That little bit of acknowledgement and yeah. just went a long way to help you know, in a time where I really needed some encouragement, man. Sure. I needed somebody to say, man, I like your work, Sure, you know, in a practical way, <laughs> you know, where, you know, they're recognizing your peers, they're recognizing you, you're getting the trophy little statue thingy you know and (laughs) and and it's i mean insignificant in my career yes i'm very grateful and thankful for those moments though because it really helps keep you encouraged and and believing that there's hope and and the other thing is man 
is that you never know what's right around the corner. Oh, you so do true. not know. So you true. have got to be prepared. You so and what you do is you you prepare yourself emotionally, you pre- prepare yourself physically, you you prepare yourself spiritually um so that when that moment comes, I mean you're never gonna be totally prepared for because you don't know what that is, you know. Right. Right. But if all those things are in alignment, man, then when that thing comes, then you'll you'll be ready for it. And I'll tell you, you may think you're ready for it, but I was talking to uh, on MacGyver. Lucas plays MacGyver, you know, the young kid. Okay, so Lucas okay. is from Marietta, Georgia, and I was talking to Lucas because you know, we had a lot of downtime in her. We had a hotel room. And it was me and, and George and Lucas. Anyway. I'm not oh. name dropping. I just want you to know this came from the star of the show. I was just about to say, um, so you, so you're saying, <laughs> you're saying the, the guy that plays MacGyver is from Marietta. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so we were talking, I said, man, I said, um, what's it like? I mean, just star of the show, you know? And he goes here, I'll tell you what it's like. He said, we're up at five 30 every morning and we usually work to about nine 30, 10 at night. He said, when we get up in the morning, I'm usually handed a stack of changes that we got to immediately imbibe and all this stuff. He says, that's my life all week. I get a little time on the weekend. We're back at it again and back at it again and back at it again. And you got, you have no life. Now you get paid a lot of money and all the other stuff. And then, you know, when you're not shooting all about, but I mean, it is grueling, man. It's a lot of work and you think it's all glamour. You know, I booked series regular role or stuff, you know, right. I, I, you know, it's good. I said, well, it's a lot of work, man. And if you, if you are not ready mentally, right. You will not be able to survive, man. It's That's too right. much pressure. It's too fast paced and you got to be on your game and focused all the time and, and just be ready. And, and uh, so that, that is a big, big, big. So when I say, are you all in? Right. That's what you mean. Are you really all in man, because that's what it's going to take to really make it in this industry. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. A quick reminder, if you haven't signed up for the free webinar yet, pause what you're doing, open a new window on your phone or computer, go to theexpertprocess.com and join now. You can thank me later. Now, back to the show. You've got guys in Atlanta, some of the best actors I know, they can't make a living, a full-time living from acting. Mm. They have to have other jobs. Sure. I mean, guys you've seen all over the TV, guys that have credits, hundreds of IMDb credits. Mm. You know, that's the reality of it. Sure. I mean, that's the real deal. And so um, to do this, you have to, man, you have to steel yourself against the adversity and you have to commit to it and you have to be all in and then you have to be patient. Right. Patient, patient. Right. That's wow. That is excellent, excellent uh, advice uh, for folks out here. They're really, you know, they have a passion for it. They feel like they have a purpose, but they just don't fully understand what all it takes. Because as you say, I mean, this is not a nine to five. This is it's a 10 to 10 or a 12 to 12 or because those days, you know, those working days, they get extended a lot. Yeah. They go until the shot gets done, you know, until the shot list gets done, you know, until they get the production done. I mean, that's just, and I've heard 
similar stories with Tyler Perry Productions and stuff like that. He goes even harder from what I hear. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, I feel like if you have a talent for it, talent is not enough. If you have a passion for it, passion is not enough. It's like you said, it's being equipped with all of these different other things that can elevate you in your craft, right? And a lot of that is just simply knowing. But then where do you go and get that information or how do you go and obtain that information? That's on you because then you have to go out and seek that. You know, you have to seek that additional training. And frankly, you know, to me, the easiest thing to do is is just to look at people's reviews. If you're looking at a a casting director or somebody that that teaches acting and whatnot, because I think a lot of them do nowadays. Well, you know, look at the reviews, see what they do, see how the students are responding to them. And the other thing is longevity. If they've been around for quite a while, like Nick Conti, well, guess what? Probably has some validity, you know, probably has yep. some some credit behind his name. So anyhow, um, I'll tell you, I've really enjoyed this conversation, Barry. What would you like to say to these folks in closing, man? Well, I, I just want to encourage everybody. And it is, um, you know, while on the one hand, it's a thankless industry. On the other hand, there's that moment when you're on set and you're working with another actor and this magical moment of realism comes and emotion flows and people are touched and it's in those moments man that you go dang that's why i'm in this that the opportunity to affect one another and then affect other people with your work um it's like nothing else and you know i just think it's worth putting the work into it and putting the effort into it so that you can get to those moments, man, to those beautiful moments where two human beings make something happen. And it's not even real, man. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's an imaginary circumstance, but it becomes real because you've internalized it and you're giving people a little look at a glimpse into who you are as a person Mm. through, through your acting, you know, that's all it is. And and that's a beautiful thing, man. It's it's a beautiful thing, and and that that's what keeps me going. So I want to encourage you, know, everybody out there. You know, you got to be passionate to be in it, right. but don't give up. Don't quit. Keep pushing forward. You know, and you never know what can happen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Barry, tell us uh, how the audience can reach out to you if uh, they. Uh, they want to connect with you if it's on social, if it's on you know email, whatever it is. But how can folks connect with you and also maybe share your IMDb page so that folks can know, go check you out? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, here's my cell number. It's <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have my people call your people. Yeah. Facebook, Barry Victor Piacente, P-I-A-C-E-N-T-E. Instagram's at B, my first initial, then Piacente, my last name. IMDB, same thing, Barry Victor Piacente. I'm only one on there. And uh, I appreciate you guys uh, stopping by, particularly the IMDB page. Uh, not that I pay a whole lot of attention to the uh, to the rankings there uh, at this point. But uh, again, just be encouraged. Uh, everybody be encouraged. Um, we're living proof as a family that, you know, this is not some monster killer, impossible to get over disease. It right. may kill some, it has, it will continue right. Right. just like, you know, walking down the street, get hit by a car. I'm not trying to minimize it. It's right. serious it's, whenever it's, anybody dies, yeah, yeah. but it's not the end of the world. You'll yeah. get through it. We'll all get through it. And, you know, we just keep, you know, in a practical sense, man, just look, enjoy the time for what you have. Yeah. 
And then when you when this gets done, everybody's set free, the doors fling open. Yeah. You'd be the first one out of the door, man. You'd yeah. be the first one running out that door to go get it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny, man. I, I say uh, this to me is a season of preparedness. You know, it's that time to take a step back, to prepare yourself, to listen to the podcast, to do a little bit of extra reading, to take the extra courses. You know, it's that time, that season of preparedness, because we don't know how long it's going to last. It could be two weeks. It could be two more months. You know, who knows? But what right. you can do is use that time <laughs> constructively to further expand your knowledge base and what you know and so like you yeah. said when the doors do swing open you're ready to go running through it so barry we appreciate your time man this was uh you, got it, brother. Awesome, you know and uh, i hope the audience will reach out to you connect with you and you know thank you for being a part of the local community here in atlanta because i see you out there doing your thing man you, you represent us well you make us proud man and just keep up the thank great you, work brother. thank you brother i appreciate you man best of luck thanks so much a big thanks to my brother barry victor piacente you can find him at B Piacente, that's B-P-I-A-C-E-N-T-E, on Instagram, or his full name on Facebook and IMDb, that's Barry Victor Piacente. And be sure to check this guy out. He's awesome. And a special thank you to you, my listener, for following along with us at the Expert Process Podcast. Please bear with us as we continue to grow and fine-tune the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to reach out with any suggestions, show ideas, or guest referrals. You can email me at smith.durante at gmail.com. Again, that's smith.durante, D-E-R-O-N-T-E at gmail.com. And as always, love, peace, and fish grease. And I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. For only the best show notes, links, classes, and more, go to theexpertprocess.com or follow us on Facebook at The Expert Process or hit us up on Instagram at The Expert Process. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, subscribe, and share.